The chase is on. So the points keep flowing. Oh, what a play. I need to see from a different angle. Wow. Can you believe that? It's the Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast with Nick Callum and Riley. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast. My name is Callum and I'm your host for this week's potty. Joining me today, I have Nick. Nick, how are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? I am absolutely fantastic. There you go. You found it here first. Uh, Riley can't be with us today. He's a bit under the weather, so hopefully he'll be feeling better soon and will be right to return for next week's episode. Uh, but moving into the episode, um, now we're going to do something different this week because we're moving into the last couple of weeks for fantasy. So we thought we'd do, um, yeah, like I said, something different. We're pretty much going to go through, ask all the burning questions because we know now who the top players are in each position and we talk about them every week. So we're going to go through the burning questions uh, and we'll hopefully help you guys out and yeah, hopefully get you a, a win or two and in leading into the finals. Um, but before we do that, let's discuss last week's matchups. Nick, how did you go, mate? Did you have a win? Uh, in, uh, in, our, in our main league, I did. Very good. As you are well aware. I am. <laughs> I uh, got 1,065, pulled that out of my you-know-what. Isaiah Papali'i got uh, rested, which helped me because uh, I do not have him. Apart from that, there wasn't like too much dissimilar, like too much going on in the teams. Uh, I mean, I did get Dylan Brown, 73, and Finua Bole, 49 points, which got me there. I guess that I guess that's sort of what got me over the line. So yeah. Anyway, I'm uh, I'm ranked 5,129. So maybe I'll be able to crack into the top 5,000. There you go. That'll be a good outcome. Maybe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, well done, mate. Uh, in our league, we've got two of the top four, and we've got two of the bottom four still going. So it's a bit of a shock to all. Quite intriguing. And all three blokes still alive. So all three blokes still alive. Yeah, shout out to Riles there. Anyway, I'll move into mine. Um, had an all right week, scored slightly better than Nick, which got me the win in a league that him and I are in, and I was up against him. So I only got the win by, I think it was eight points. I scored 1,073. Um, I had Angus Crichton, fantastic. Daly Chervins bounced back. We'd love to see it. Payne Haas, not, the, not that good, but that's okay. Matt Butcher, 90. Please keep scoring tries. I'd love to see it. That's a joke. Four tries. I know. How good. I was cheering all of them, jumping up and down. Other than that, pretty good week. Um, I'm now ranked 312. So still pushing towards getting to maybe the top 200. Who knows? We'll wait and see. It is pretty close at the top there with the ranks. So I might have to do my final trade this week just to try and get there and obviously solidify, hopefully, a win against you again this week, mate. Yeah, this is when it counts this week, doesn't it? This is when it counts. This is the main one. This is the big smoke. It's quite funny as well because we're just, it's us, us two in the podcast this week reversing each other. So I know. <laughs> I'll be asking you for your advice later on my trades, what I should do. Yeah, well, maybe I'll uh, give you some uh, bad advice. Just be wary. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, like I said, we're going to do this podcast slightly different. Um, we will st- still go through the changes for each team moving into round 24 and i'll do that now and after that we'll move into the burning questions so uh the changes for this week looking at the broncos first kurt capewell is named although may miss this week's clash as he suffered an ankle injury last week zach hossing has done some training with the starting side in case and could be the one called in branko lee is back in the starting lineup for delawise hoider for the eels ryan madison shifts back to the boy well, shifted back to the bench last week before kickoff and may swap game day again. But as of Teamless Tuesday, he has been named to start with Maratania Kore named on the bench. Moving on to the Friday games, Panthers welcome back Jerome Luai, who is back ahead of schedule. Jamin Salmon is out of the squad. James Fisher-Harris is also back from suspension. And despite the rumours, both Isaiah Yo and Appy Corosau have been named, uh, but keep an eye out, obviously, just in case there's any late changes with that one. Looking at the Warriors, uh, Chanel Harris-Savita is back in the starting side at 5'8". Dejan Arzi makes way. Josh Curran, Riley's boy, starts the second row. 
Jack Murchie's out. Ben Mur- Murdoch Masilla is named, although um, he is amongst the extended reserve. So just keep an eye out. He probably will be a late inclusion. The Storm, Felice Cavusi is back from personal leave with Tui Kamikamika shifting back to the bench. Um, other than that, that's it for them. So looking at the Roosters, Lindsay Collins, he returns from concussion protocols for the tricolors via the bench, as does uh, Talakai. He's been named, so, sorry, not Talakai, Take Aho. Uh, he's been named um, after overcoming a cheekbone injury. Tara May and Oliver Gildart are the players who make way. Paul Momorowski is back at centre after missing last week, which pushes Drew Hutchison back to the 18th man. Moving on to the Saturday games, so, um, and it looks like it's the same 17 for the Raiders. So that's good news there for them. Uh, Manly, they have a debutante on the wing in the name of Raymond Tamalo Vanger, who comes in for Alfred Smalley. Andrew Davies back at second row. Marty Tapau and Sipley swap this week, so Sipley starts at prop. Sharks, Talakai is back. There he is. Talakai is back at right centre. Um, and that's pretty much the main change there. Kay Dykes is still out after he missed last week's game. The Bulldogs this week, they've made one change with Luke Thompson starting at lock. Josh Jackson goes back to the edge. TPJ is out. The Rabbitohs, they've made a few changes with Jackson Polo dropping out. Isaac Thompson is in. Tom Burgess, Cody Nick also back. Uh, Tane Milne and Daniel Saluka Fita are the ones who are out for them. The Cowboys, Tom Dearden is out after suffering a ruptured testicle. Uh, hopefully he'll be back shortly. Scott Drinkwater moves to 5-8 for him. And the hammer is the new fullback. Tom Gilbert has also been named on the bench. Ruben Cotter is named to start at front row. Moving to Sunday now. West Tigers have made uh, a lot of changes, really. Luke Garner, Ken Marlowe, James Tarmow, Alex Safarth, they're all out. Uh, Tom Freebarn is named on the edge. Joe O is back at prop. For our Ma Nua Brown has been named at lock and Jake Simpkin is at hooker. The Dragons likewise have a few changes. Andrew McCulloch's out after suffering a medial ligament injury last week. Jaden Sullivan starts at hooker for him. Moses Mbai is out with a hamstring injury and also a suspension, uh, as is Francis Molo. Jack Bird is named at centre. Jack DeBellon is at 13. Aaron Woods is the starting prop and there are all new faces on the uh, bench for the Dragons. Last game of the round, Titans are without Patrick Herbert, um, who unfortunately has a knee injury. Brian Kelly comes in to start at centre. Jamin Joel starts a prop, and I don't know if this is how you pronounce his first name, but Kles Haas, I believe he's related to Payne. Uh, he is on the bench, and he is making his NRL debut. The Knights, for them, they welcome back Daniel Saifiti from covid and Tyson Frizzell is back after missing last week with his ongoing rib issue. I'll take a breath now. Very good. Very good from you. <laughs> All the team changes. If you want to have a look in more depth, obviously go on to the nrl.com. But there we go. Right. So moving into the burning questions, mate. Mm. So the first one we had there, obviously we'll have to uh, move on from that, but a lot of people are asking, is it time to use our last trade as we move into the last couple of weeks, or is it best to hold off for that injury cover? Well, since it is the last two rounds, I think you should be using it unless you're absolutely guaranteed to win your head-to-head game. So if you're playing head-to-head, obviously, if you're guaranteed to win, um, then obviously there's no need probably, but if it's overall, you should be, definitely, um, I think. Uh, just depends who you've got available this week, really. Um, we mentioned it a few times on the podcast last few weeks about not selling out um, green ticks in your team if you can avoid it, um, which has been true because there have been a lot of injuries, really. So, um, yeah. So if, if you need to win this week, I, I feel like in head-to-head, you need, to, you need to make that trade, but... Apart from that, if you've got 17 green ticks, maybe it's not the worst thing to hold on for the last round. There's also another reason why you might want to hold on. I'll mention that later. Oh, here we go. You're just trying to play mind games with me with my last trade, are we? <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm giving a spicy option a bit later on. Very interesting. Well, no, I completely agree with Nick there. Um, if you need to win this week, go for it. You have to, it's do or die pretty much. So you have to make trades. Um, 
But like he said, if you're confident in winning, hold. And hopefully next week you'll be able to maybe bring in a gun or yeah, cover someone who's suspended or picks up an injury. Uh, moving on to this question, mate. There's a couple of problems, I suppose you could say, regarding these three players. I know you own all three. I currently <laughs> own all three. However, I am thinking of trading at least one of them out. And they're the players Payne Haas, Tohu Harris, Adam Elliott. Now, they've had some average scores recently, particularly Adam Elliott, which has been fantastic, especially for Riley because he doesn't own him. Um, <laughs> so he just misses another one there. Misses another. Unbelievable. The blokes, the, what were we calling him? The wizard with his magic ball. Fantasy wizard. Unbelievable. Anyway, what are we going to do with Payne Haas, Tohu Harris, Adam Elliott? We'll start with Payne Haas. Do you think he's a hold or a sell? He's a hold. Because yeah. Broncos need to win both games. Uh, and he didn't get put back onto the field because Broncos were absolutely no chance of winning. They were getting absolutely towed up. So I guess we're focused on this week and next week, boys. <laughs> uh, I agree. Uh, Tohu Harris, mate. Um, I'm going to say that you can probably sell him if you can upgrade to a clear gun. That's the only way I would sell him. If not, I think he's just a bloke who's just going to average those mid-40s, low-50s probably for the next two weeks. Yes, they have a tougher matchup this week and they had a tougher matchup last week. So maybe you'd probably expect a 40 again from him, but I think he's definitely worth holding on to. But I can see... um, uh, Well, sorry, I I think he's a sell, but you, you can hold if you're wanting to keep that average. What do you think? I think if you have both Torhu Harris and Adam Elliott, I, yeah, I'd be holding Torhu Harris and get rid of Adam Elliott. Yeah. <laughs> just because, just because Adam, El- like the Raiders, like I just feel like the Josh Papali in Tarpany back, uh, they're just pay- playing those minutes. Ghoul is on the bench now with Corey Horsburgh and Corey Harawira and I was just playing in the middle and, yeah, so Adam Elliott's just not really doing much. <laughs> he might score, though. The only upside for Adam Elliott is he might score a try against uh, Manly this week. They have been absolutely terrible. Um, and he uh, he has scored when he got those big scores about four or five weeks ago in a row, when he was getting them all in a row there, he was scoring quite a bit, scoring a few tries. So just keep it in mind. Um, it might be a bit riskier, though. So I'd probably be keeping Torhu Harris. No, that's fair. And that obviously uh, answers the, your side of the Adam Elliott story. I think he is 100% a sell. Um, looking in my situation, though, I might have to hold him because I, the bloke I'm wanting to bring in, I can't afford unless I trade Tohu. So at this point, I might have to just keep Adam Elliott as my 18th man. Uh, but I think they're a sell. And, mate, the targets to bring in for Tohu and Adam Elliott, do you have a little list there or...? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, you name a player and I'll go after you. Okay. Well, I've got three options. Yep. Ryan Madison is probably number one for me. Yep. Do you, so you want to name someone else? Yeah, I'll go Ruben Cotter. Yep. I don't have him in my list. but, but Well, that's Good. just because he's slightly more expensive, but I get it. Yeah. Like you get, well, you can still get him. Yeah. Probably. Uh, my next option would be Tino Fasul Malawi. I don't mind that, to be honest with you. I was going to say that is a spice option I have written down on multiple questions. So Tino's been playing big minutes mm. and he's been getting those big scores to go alongside it because he is pretty good with his PPM, yeah. especially in that Titans uh, team at the moment. Do you have any other players listed there? Oh, the only other one's Nat Butcher, but you just he's not going to score four tries these next two weeks. He's <laughs> no. but he's probably a good option still. Yeah. And with Nat Butcher, I I'm not worried as an owner because I know he's been scoring a lot of tries, but his tackling, especially last week in defense, he doesn't really normally miss any tackles. If he does, it's only one or two compared to other forwards. Um, and his tackling were like it was down last week. He didn't have as many tackles as what he has had previously, obviously because the Roosters were just dominating. Um, so I'm not worried. I think he can still score fifties, but the other options I had were David Fafita, who obviously is more expensive. Yeah. Joe O, who's more expensive. Uh, and the spice option of Brandon Smith. Oh God. I know. 
He's been scoring all right, mate. He's been scoring all right. The only problem is that they've um, got Felice Cafusi back this week. So I'm not sure. Tui Kamikamika and Nelson, they've been like yeah. swapping in the middle. So I'm not sure what's going to happen there uh, with the minutes and how they're going to be shared. But Brandon Smith, like I said, he had a 59 last week and a, oh, sorry, 57 last week and a 71. So not bad. I don't mind a little bit cheaper if you can't afford to go to interesting, isn't it? Someone that's high, especially from Adam Elliott. I'd take Brandon Smith over Adam Elliott. Why don't you do that then? Adam Elliott to Brandon Smith, mate, because I can afford a higher bloke if I trade out Tohu. All right, I know. <laughs> also, right. Have a, uh, another yep. option there. Um, I don't know if you want me to bring it up now or later because it, it, it's the same spice option as I had before. It's the the spice option. We're going to leave it to the end. Yeah, I reckon leave it to the end. I'll just leave it. All right. Sounds good. All right, mate. Your bloke, you spoke about him. Fanua Pole. Pole. Now, is he someone to keep in our team or cash down to bring in for another gun? Like, he's been playing good footy. I think he's worthy enough to be in your 17. But do you agree there? I know you're playing him at the moment. Well, I have to. Not choice. I've got four people still out. I've got Will Kennedy and Dykes. One of them, please play. And they're both there. <laughs> That's um, terrible. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just absolutely horrific. But the only reason you'd be trading out Bole is if you have two trades left. Yeah. More. If you have one trade, then definitely not. Because I don't know, you're not, there's no point downgrading because you only got one trade. And unless you have a lot of money in the bank to upgrade. I feel like this week as well, he'll probably get um, 40 points, probably close to 40. Against the Dragons, um, they probably should lose that game, but he'll make a lot of tackles in the middle. Um, with Tamo out, Safarth out, Garner out, like there's uh, minutes there, there to be had in the middle. Yeah, and I, I don't think that Fainua Brown, I don't think he'll be playing too much at lock. No, and they got another hooker on the bench. They got Little on the bench. Yeah, Jacob Little. Yeah. They got three hookers in the team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is just, oh my God, Dragons are absolutely going to carve up probably. Hope so. That'd be really good. Get him informed for the next week's game against the Bronx. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'd, I'd, I'd hold. Like, if you can try and upgrade elsewhere, definitely, because he's got scores of 43, 43, 49. And like Nick said, he's going to have a bigger role this week. So, Pole, I wouldn't say no to even playing him in your team this week if you had to. But he's probably someone good to have there as a loop option. Yeah. All right, mate, Matt Burton. <laughs> Ever since you brought him in, I should have brought him in earlier. Then it would have stopped everyone terribly. <laughs> no, well, I don't. I don't know if you would have because the Bulldogs run like you brought him in when they versed Warriors, didn't you? Yep. So that was last game. The, the, yeah, the the run um, prior to that, they had a. I wouldn't say easier teams, but they have been slightly easier. Um, so. He's been versing more difficult teams. And as a result, his price has dropped dramatically. His scores have been terrible. Now it's tough. Um, I'm going to say that I don't think he's a trade because who else are you going to bring in? Yeah. And he's that highly owned. Like, what's the point, really? There's there's no one to go to. No. Unless you, unless you don't have you Joey have, Manu, I, I yeah. still feel like. They're playing. Roosters have got two hard games, so Joe Manu might get. He might only get forty points. No, Whereas exactly. Burn Burns at least got a chance of getting fifty. Um, who are the Bulldogs playing the last two games? I have not checked that because I just. Uh, this week they have the Raiders. No, they don't. <laughs> Good for me. <laughs> they have Cronulla. They have Cronulla. Cronulla and, and Manly. Next week, yeah, they've got Manly. Yeah, so I mean, I don't think I don't think the sharks are that red hot, really. Like they're okay, but they're so over. They're like they're third, but they shouldn't be third. If you do remember, no, Broncos absolutely towed them up. Yes, up here, <laughs> and Broncos are, are not very good, really. So he has a chance this week to score decently, I think, against the sharks, uh, and then especially next week against Manly. So yeah, yeah. I think next week's going to be a good week for him. But obviously, if you're thinking about trading Matt Burton out, it's a luxury trade. 
luxury tray. There are other problems in your team. Even if you say this, Riley Wilton <laughs> loves a luxury trade. <laughs> I say, yo. Anyway, let's have a look at this um, next one here that we've got in. It's keeping on the same theme as the last question, mate. You and Aiken. Is he yeah. someone worth selling? He's been getting 40s the past three weeks. What has he got the last three weeks, sorry? I think he's got 40, 40, 41, something like that. Yeah, well, I don't have him personally. Um, I've written down here before the team list came out that depending on where he was playing and who was in the team, would make up my mind, there's no second rower. Well, there's Elise, Elise, Elise Elise Katoa Katoa. on the, on the yeah. bench. Jack Murchie's out, so that means Curran's playing second row, and I think that will have to happen. I don't think they're going to, he's going to start Katoa, but you never know. Yep. He might. So Ewan Aiken's got second row spot at least this week, probably next week. Um, so I think he's definitely hold. A, a centre playing in the second row is you've got to have that, I think, and especially if you're playing Aiken in the centres. The only reason you tell him out, if, if you have Manu and Matt Burton, maybe, and you want to trade him out for someone else, like a, a middle forward or something. That's the only reason I could see you selling him. Yeah, definitely. If you were looking to sell though, I'd say the options obviously to bring in. Ideally, you have the likes of Aitken, Burton or Manu in your centres at the moment. If you don't, then you've obviously either got to get Manu or Burton for him. Um, I don't like Jack Bird now that he's been named at centre. That's absolutely yuck. Um, the put <laughs> option though. <laughs> Yes, thanks. Um, the pot option would be probably Campbell Graham, I'm going to put out there. But in saying that still, I don't particularly like the Rabbitohs run. They might do all right this week against the Cowboys, um, especially being at home. But I think they've got Roosters next week at that new stadium Yeah, that's been redeveloped. So that's, that's going to be a tough matchup for him. All right. Uh, Sean Lane, mate. Now... We've been high on him the past couple of weeks because he is Captain Pod. He is the pod. And he only managed to score 41 from 75 minutes, I think it was, last week. So in saying that, because I know a lot of people are still targeting to bring him in, is he still worth bringing in or would you be looking at some other options? I would say Captain Pod at the moment would be Jamal Fogarty. Only 1% owned. Sean Lane's 2.3. But he didn't get the job done for him last week, unfortunately. <laughs> no. no, Sean Lane, Sean Lane. I there's a few people I would have ahead of Sean Lane. One would be Isaiah Papali'i, but everyone probably has him except me, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, even someone like I guess he's an edge. So if you're looking for an edge specifically, the only other person would be Fafita, and he's not really a pod. Um. So. Yeah, and my list here, that's all I really had said there. With Lane, he's versing versing Broncos up against Adam Reynolds. So could be in for a large score. Just giving you a little bit of a shout out. I mean, a little bit of inside information there. Because Adam Reynolds is quite small and that defensive side of the field of the Broncos is absolutely horrific. No, I agree. Who do, the, who do the Eels have next week? That's a good question. Oh, they've got Melbourne. Yeah, right. I'll probably look at someone else. <laughs> yeah, I think he's probably too highly priced. You've got Joe O there at 780. He's yeah. probably a bit more reliable for a 50-pluser. Um, I'd even go David Fafita. Uh, yeah, as you said, David Fafita. Yeah, I would even say Ruben Cotter. I'm very high on Ruben Cotter. Two hard mm-hmm. games coming up, and he gets his points in tackles. Yes, I do have that written down in my notes. And you're not bringing him in. That's unfortunate. <laughs> I know, my boy. Well, I'll, I'll talk about that later, but it's either Fafita or Cotter that I'm looking at bringing in. I reckon Cotter, mate. Cotter's scoring more than Fafita this week. <laughs> <laughs> Against Knights? I don't know. <laughs> All right, Ryan Madison. Um, now, is he a good buy this week? Because, you know, he was a gun earlier in the season. Um, he's lost so much money. He's back to that bench role. 
Obviously, he's been named to start, but I'm assuming Brad Arthur will probably do the old switcheroo. Um, he scored 60 points last week in 58 minutes. That did include a try. Um, and, yeah, other than that, he only really had... Like, he had a few more tackle breaks than usual, and uh, his run meters were up and tackles were okay. Do you think he is worth considering? I know you mentioned him earlier as someone mm-hmm. uh, to target and potentially bring in. Yep. Why is that? Because he's versing the Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone's going to get up me here because I go for the Broncos and a lot, a lot of our listeners are Broncos supporters. Well, some of them, not all of them, obviously. But literally, Ryan Madison, like I'm looking at his offloads, right? In the last two weeks, he's only had one each. Yeah, he's still got those point per minute scores. Looking, it's looking a bit ominous, I would say, this week. Uh, with the Broncos are pretty flimsy in the middle there, I must say. Um, without Patrick Carrigan, um, that middle defense there is shocking, especially with uh, Terps and Billy Walters. I know Billy Walters is on the bench again. They're not the best defenders either. I mean, Turpin tries hard, but yeah. I just they're missing they're missing another good forward there, and Ryan Madison could offload a lot like Tarpany did against the Broncos when he got ninety yes. something. Um, so that's why I like it. I don't know. He hasn't been offloading in the last four or five weeks. He hasn't like he hasn't been offloading much, which is I don't know if he's been told that or if it just hasn't happened for him. Maybe he's looking after his ribs. He's sort of not exposing the ball a bit, but he might this week. So that's why I like it. But then he's got Storm next week, as you said. So could be, yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. He does have that jewel. So that's always a bonus, especially this time of the year. Yeah. If you're making your final trade. But yes, I think he's probably got a good matchup this week. But next week, it's, yeah, a little bit different. Mm. All right. The main question that everyone will probably be asking, and it's, I think it's a pretty simple one. Best captaincy option for this week, mate. Has been and always will be Nico Hines since Cleary is out. Dom Sultan has stuffed up twice in the last two weeks and has cost himself a spot in the finals and has also allowed Riley Wilson to present himself in the top four. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm sure Riley loves that. And shout out to Dom, mate. Shout out to Dom. I think Riley's sending you you a present to, to thank you for letting him into the top four. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I could see why I was very tempted to go Cameron Murray last week. I was too. But um, when I found out Latrell was in, like, I don't know, I was looking at the stats and uh, I just wasn't sure, depending how the game was going, if Cameron Murray would play the whole game. So, and then Nick, and then Sharks were playing Manly, who were absolutely terrible the week before. So I was just like, yeah, I'll just keep it on Nico Hines. And again, Nick, um, they've got is it Bulldogs? Yeah, Sharks playing Bulldogs this week. Yeah, yeah. So that could be another pumping there. Sharks looking for top two, really. They're only two points behind, so you could go large again. I think it's pretty simple. I did have a pod option, but I'll let you go first, and then I'll have my pod. Yeah, well, Sharks are the same points as Cowboys, so. If they win this week, Cowboys oh, they're lose. the same points. In. I thought they they're, were. They're the same, no. Yeah, okay. Well, they're definitely going to try and win, obviously. But yeah. what? Because Sharks at home is the only way, only place that I think they'll win in the finals away. No. Yeah. Anyway, I'll tell you mine. No surprise. It's Riley's favorite. His player of the week for, I'm going to say, at least 20 of the 24 weeks that we're going on through. Nico Hines. Um, he caught it even when Cleary was still in in that week. We all know what happened to Nathan. Uh, but Nico Hines against Bulldogs, it's a no-brainer. He scored 72 points last time they've played. And now, like I said, at home, they've got that little bit of a home factor coming in. He will score large. It's just simple as that. Cam Murray, I still think, is the next best, despite him having less minutes last week. Um, and look, if, you, if you're worried about Cam Murray, that he might get a little bit of a rest if they're up, then... Damien Cook's probably the next, next best. Uh, I'll say my pod, Nick, and you can agree, and then you can say yours. It's probably the same bloke. David Fafita against the Knights. It's very spicy. No, that's not mine. 
Right, there you go. That's my pot of this week. I think Dave Fafita is quite spicy. Why don't you bring him in and captain him? I'm not going to captain him because, like I said, Nico Hines, it's best. I'm so not making the same mistake in finals because <laughs> it's, it's a pot option. You captain your pod then. Well, I don't have my pod. Otherwise, I there would. There you go. I don't have it. It's Isaiah Papali'i. He is going large against the Broncos. All these Eels players are going large. Isaiah Papali'i, I reckon, if they're going to rest someone, he had a rest last week. They might rest Lane. I don't know. He had a rest last week. Isaiah Papali'i might play the whole game here and absolutely carve up. If you win again because IPAPS gets rested, <laughs> that helped you last think- week. If that, if that happens this week, okay, so I'm going to be fuming. I mean, I won't. I'll be on the podcast next week. I won't complain if he does get rested. But I know. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think he will. You heard no. it here first. I don't think he will get rested. So, Captain him. I like that we've got two different pot options as the captains. That's good. Well, maybe you can sure put that Riley. on the post instead of having a one-two. It's just one and Zinico Hines and pot options. Pot <laughs> options. All right. We'll do that. You've heard it here. Radio. Look out for that one on the socials. All right, mate. Ruben Garrick. Now, Last week, he was when we went through our potty, he was still in the team, um, but then picked up an injury. I think it was the day after. So I think it was the day that we actually released our podcast. Um, he's out for the remainder of the season. Not very good for his owners. Um, if people held last week because they had the week off or had a decent backup and they're looking at trading him out this week, who do you think the best options are to bring in for him this in the wing of fullback? Yes, I was assuming it'd have to be winger fullback. Yeah. Because uh, that position is quite barren this year, I think. It is. Um, Barren. I had Adam Dwayhe as the best option still. Um, Assuming you don't have him Mm -hmm. ready, um, I'm just going to look here because obviously, you know, someone in our, or Mitch Harsin has him. Doesn't he? Does he have Adam Dwayhe? He does have Adam Dwayhe. Okay. So if you're not going to go him, I had three other players. Oh, sorry, four other players. I, I don't I haven't really ranked them, so I might let you rank them. I've got Dylan Edwards, AJ Brimson, Jaden Campbell, or Nick Meany. Oh, right. Yes. So if I'm going to rank them, if I'm going to rank them, I'd probably put. Um, I mean, it's difficult. I'd probably put one of the Titans boys first. <laughs> I was going to say, to be honest, I'd yeah. probably put one of the Titans in. I probably lean towards Jaden Campbell. Yeah, I, I like Jaden. Uh, I told Riley to get on Jaden Campbell in the season, didn't I? And he he did well. He did. He did. He jumped on for two weeks, and then he got injured in the third game for him. I mean, but, but see, was, the week before, well. the week before, he only got twenty six against Manly. That's what worries me. I think AJ Brimson is a bit more uh, reliable. Yeah. But doesn't have the ceiling that Campbell does. Now, I really liked um, Nick Meany. However, having two difficult games coming up here, so might not get as many opportunities with the boot because he did get however many points he got last week from kicking goals against the Broncos. So, um, Dylan Edwards, there's a risk. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a very high risk that he will get rested next week. All right, Dylan Edwards. So I'm probably thinking AJ Brimson might be the top option here. <laughs> um, probably, well, Adam Dwayhe, obviously, but then AJ Brimson, probably Nick Meany slash Jaden Campbell. I think you've got to leave Edwards off the list just because he's going to get rested next week. What are you thinking, though? There's a, there's a few other options out there. You know, I, I, I agree. Um, the other bloke I had written down was Drinkwater, but I don't like his last two matchups, and now he's moved to 5-8, so he might not be involved as much. Um, also mentioned Kohler, the bloke who's actually replaced him, or Kohler. Scored 49 last week without a try. He did have seven tackle breaks, so got a lot of points there. Um but yeah, run meters the past couple of weeks. He's been, well, he's got more last round compared to those past couple of weeks. And that obviously happens when you play fullback. But I think the options that you went through pretty much it. If you don't have Hines, Teddy and Mitchell, then you probably go to them. Um, but yeah, like you said. Should have kept Kowalski. Well, put... That's another player I didn't get cooler. Mm. All, you, all you boys that sold him, I thought that was craziness. 
He was only out for one week. Yeah. Like, and now it's turned out to be a bad move, really. I, don't, I know you can't expect Ruben Garrick to be out injured, but he sort of was already injured. Yeah. All right, well, we'll move on to the next one, and I'll add another question in here because I've just had some terrible news sent to me from Billy Harson. Oh. You uh, and Aiken's out. No, he's week. not. Eli Katoa no. is starting at second row. How, where is this I'm being I'm not confirmed? sure. Look on the NRL uh, team list, mate. Why is the NRL app telling me to log in again, bro? This is the first time it's ever done it when I want to know this news. <laughs> he is out. I'm not sure why he's out. So in saying that, Ewan Aitken is a sell. Are you, are you sure he's out? This has ruined my season and I am deleting app. This is the end of the podcast. Goodbye. <laughs> See you next week. Hey, mate, I've got a solution for you. Can you just bring Moses Envoy in? Oh, wait, he's suspended. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's all good. I'll wait, beat where, you with where, one less player. There's no, there's no, this is not actually a thing, is it? This is a thing. Where? It's not on the casualty ward. Hang on. No, no. Just see, just go to the, the team list lineup. Oh, we'll give you a... <laughs> I literally looked at the team list 30 minutes ago. When are they playing? Oh, here we go. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, they've this changed is... it. They've changed it. They've changed it. What's this the reason? It's done. So, obviously, keep an eye out for that. But in terms of your team, I would say he is a sell. <laughs> Outstanding. Riley Morton versus Nick Marincamp in the final. <laughs> Shall not be happening. So, mate, let's well, talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. You and Aiken, what are you going to do? I'm so, going to have to sell, mate. Well, as we said earlier, we What's mentioned that? it earlier, didn't we? Yeah. You don't have Manu, though, do you? You only have Burton? Yep. Because I said he's a sell only if you have um, Burton and Manu. So if I go to your team here, let's see what we got. What, what are we working with? On the bench, Moses Mbai. Nope. Jack Bird was my backup, but guess what? He's at centre. That is not oh, happening. God. <laughs> this has left me in a very bad state, and I might not be on the podcast next week because I might just not want to attend. Anyway, so you and Aitken, can sell him out to whoever you can. Campbell Graham, can you Guys, reach him? I think I can, but I'm not sure if I want to go that pathway. I'll have to do some. Talakai's back. I'm going to risk that. Yeah, geez. Against Canterbury, he's probably he's an option. Taylor May against Warriors, Zach Lomax against West Tigers, Jesse Ramian against Bulldogs, all probably decent options. Those four, Isaac Tungo, if you want to go there. Lomax has got the kicking. I mean, I'd probably go there against Wests, but that's high risk. I'll give you my my advice, my strong... Oh, God. Yeah, I don't know. Eh? I'd probably go... It's Zach tough Lomax. for owners. I'd probably man. go Lomax. It's very tough for owners. I'd probably go Lomax. That's my opinion. If I had to do it, that's probably what I'd do. Just because he's had a bit of... He, ha- he has been a good fancy player in the past, Lomax. I know he hasn't really shown it this year, but end of season might, might do something. He might not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no, it is tough. But that's the world of fantasy. And I uh, like to send condolences to those who own you and Aiken and have other issues in their team. It's not ideal. Anyway, let's have a look. Best cheap options under 300K, mate, to cash down to if people still have multiple trades and are wanting to move up to a gun. I've got a quick list here. I'll go through it. Yeah. Young Tonopaya, he is just below the 300K. I like him. Marion Seve, though, um, I believe he's been named amongst the extended reserves. Let me just double check that because that's the bloke who might come in and replace him. But he played decently last week, Young Tonopaya. And yep, Seve is there. So just be mindful if you want to pick up him. Um, Dykes, he's not there, unfortunately. So he is scratched off the list. Tamari Martin, yeah, but. It's tough matchups for him, so there's another option. I probably go this person out of all of them. Um, 
Actually, there's another one, but maybe the hammer. Hammer's back at fullback. He might score okay. The concern is, obviously, though, that they've got tougher matchups, but he does have that center duel, which, as we've just found out, is priceless. Um, and then the other bloke's Isaac Thompson from the Rabbits. I mention so I don't Isaac him. Thompson because Jackson yeah. Paulo's just been dropped. Yes, because he was terrible last week. They weren't happy with his performance under the high ball. And it's very unfortunate for him because he's been playing decently the past couple of weeks and then just had a an off night, which happens to the best of us. Um, so hopefully he'll be okay and, yeah, maybe playing amongst the finals. But he is not there this week. Yeah, I, I do like... The only reason I'd go Isaac Thompson probably is, yeah, because of the sender and the wing fullback. Um, Freeban, Freebarn. I don't think it's Freebarn. I just call him Freebarn. It's quite funny. He's starting yeah. second row and he's only 290K middle and edge. So he's another one. But yeah, all these all these centers and wing fullbacks going down, you'd probably like a center wing fullback, I guess. But if you're just going for purely like cash down option, I'd go Freeban, Freebarn, Freeban. Probably. Not bad option, not a bad option. All right, is David Fafida a must-own with his recent scores in the Titans' last two games? Uh, he's he's getting close to that point. Yep. I think he I think he nearly is. Because he's got Tanner Boyd there, he seems to enjoy having Tanner Boyd in the team. Um, he's on, you know, he's back to the right, which is not ideal, but He's um, I mean, he's going okay. He relies on an he relies on the attacking stat though, like that try he got five tackle breaks, a try line break, same same as the week before. So he, although it looks like he's a must own, it's like he's not he's not necessarily going to get those scores if he doesn't score a try. If you take away both his tries, he gets like forty points. Yeah, but he's versing the Knights, which haven't played the best forever. So even though they were playing very well in the first half on the weekend against Canberra. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's must own, but I guess if you want to, I know you want to bring him in to match me. So it's probably, I guess it's, yeah, it's probably a good option. I wanted to bring in for feeder. I, Actually, you can't I now, can you? <laughs> I can't now. Unless I no, go David. against you. Unless I try and go up against you with 16, but I think that's going to be silly. Um. Yeah, he. I reckon he's looking like the David Federer. Like you said, he he has been scoring a few tries, and I was watching the game closely last week. He only had thirteen points from around the thirty minute mark, but then busted four or five um, tackles and a bar swimming run to score a try. And then then he was over the thirty points, pretty much. I think he was like thirty seven or thirty eight from around the thirty two minute mark. So, and he continued on on with it, obviously, and. It really scares me now that I can't get him because everyone else in our league has him, hence the reason why I was looking at getting him in. So, yeah, brilliant. Um, but if, if you wanted to get David Feeder, I would highly suggest bringing him in because I just think he's going to carve up the next couple of weeks. Like I said, he's my pod yeah. captaincy option for this week. Simple as that. Uh, my boy, Ruben Cotter, mate. That's, this is the next, next question yeah. that we'll discuss. Um I, yeah, it, pretty much the question is, is, is he still worth picking up after he got benched last week? Obviously, he's been named to start, but that was how it was last week. Um, I'll just quickly go through this. So my boy, um, I still think he's a great option. He'll score you a point a minute. And look, to be honest, he can go over that point a minute. Um, like we said as well, we like I, we both like his matchups against the Rabbitohs and Panthers to finish the season. Um, you would expect that he'd be given more minutes in those games just because he plays an upbeat style of footy in attack and defense. And it really shows when he comes onto the field and he's playing in that middle for the boys. Um, but yeah, look, I, I think he's going to be a great option. Um, clear indication to whether you will pick him up. It's just how he scored last time against Panthers. So he plays next round. Um, yeah. The Panthers were strongest side when he played this game. But he scored 17 64 minutes. So I think in saying that, he'll probably play, I'd like to say around the 60 minutes for the next couple of weeks. And if that's the case, he's a lock in your team. Lock him in. 
Yeah, I, I, I probably would have picked him over David Fafida. If I didn't have David Fafida right now and I was just per, per, like purely picking a player, I'd go Ruben Cotter just because I trust him more in these two weeks to get me a 55 or a 60-pointer than David Fafida. Just, like just. It's pretty close. Um, yeah. But yeah, obviously with this with this news that's just come out, like a lot of people are not going to be able to get these guys. They're going to have to trade out Aiken because he's in like twenty percent of teams or something, probably something like that. So yeah, well Aiken he, he's still on the team list on Fox Sports, but he's not on NRL.com. So just keep an eye out. I'm assuming he won't be playing. Um, and if you if you've kept the trade, it's brilliant. If you haven't and you don't have that backup because of Moses Enby, it's just terrible. Um, but that's just how fantasy football works. It's brilliant. He's owned by. He's only owned by thirteen percent of people. Aiken. Yeah, a, a few people have moved on from him, um, and they're probably laughing now if they have done that. Especially when I, th- I think it was that week that he was named at centre. A lot of people got off when they burst the Rabbitohs. Um, yeah, but that's all right. Just quickly on you and Aitken as well. I didn't really say it before, but I reckon you'd pick a center that's got easy matchup for the next couple of weeks. I think that's probably your best option and hopefully that they'll score okay. Look at how they've scored against those teams earlier in the season and previously and look at where those teams that they're coming up against um, have tries scored against, well, yeah, against them and see if that center has a lot of attacking upside because that's where they're going to get their points, um, especially now you don't have you and Aitken who was getting points from Pretty much defending and breaking a couple of tackles a game. All right, mate. What plays do we think will be rested? Obviously, there was a lot of rumors, as I mentioned, going through the team list that Isaiah Yo, Apicorosau, and a lot of Penrith boys who um, were part of that Origin setup were going to get rested potentially this week because they're up against the Warriors. It still might happen. Um, I probably doubt that it will, considering they've been named, but. What do you think? Who, who do you think will be rested, especially next week? What teams and what players are you concerned about? Only only Penrith players. Everyone in a, apart from them uh, need to win. Yeah. The only other teams I could see maybe resting is possibly Sharks and Cowboys, depending on the results this week. Um, if I just look at the NRL ladder here, mm-hmm. it might help me out. So the points differential, yeah, Sharks Sharks have a less points differential than Cowboys. So let's let's hypothetically say Cowboys lose to Rabbits and Sharks win. Sharks may be tempted to rest a couple of players, knowing that they're going to play Cowboys. In saying that, though, I don't think they will because they do want the home final. Um, Sharks have an easier game, though, so they might rest. They might rest someone. Probably not Nico Hines, but it could be a possibility. <laughs> um, yeah, those are the only teams I'm worried about. So, yeah, just Panthers really, maybe Cowboys, Sharks, depending on how the, those results go. Like, say say Cowboys win this week and Sharks lose, then Cowboys can rest next week because they've got the yeah. second spot because Sharks can't catch him in points differential unless they have a massive win. So, um. Yeah, I'd be careful, you know, with the center thing there. So we got, as I mentioned, we got there's um Talon May, Isaac Tungo, and Stephen Crichton that you could bring in. Just be careful because they could be rested next week. Yep, I agree. Yeah. So I've just looked as well, following up that you and Aiken, because I'm still shocked and a little bit annoyed, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, NRL are reporting that he will miss the game for personal reasons this week. So Hopefully, everything is all good with Ewan um, and with his family. But yes, that is not ideal, obviously, for fantasy coaches. And but that's a tough pill to swallow, isn't it? He's not even injured. It's just no, but that's okay. Um, yeah, obviously, hopefully, everything's all right for him. Any uh, other questions, mate? I don't have any others really written down. Obviously, it's getting. Uh, less and less questions each week at the moment. Um, it was only my spice been... option that I've been hiding the whole time. Oh yes, here we go. But with the, with, the, with the Aiken news, it might be <laughs> might be uh, thrown out the window a bit. I was thinking if you do have trades left or one trade, so say for instance you if Aiken was playing, 
you didn't have to trade out Elliot or Harris. You could have saved the trade and bring in a fired up Patrick Carrigan next week at 634K. Going under the radar, Patrick was. He would be fired up next week. Did you say Pat Carrigan? I did. <laughs> I am not buying him for a long time. I'm just saying that was my spice option before we were going through options. Yeah. Um, saving a trade, going to him next week for someone. But yeah. I don't think many people will be able to do that. I think he will come back and score well next week against the Dragons. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, but apart from that, that's the only real uh, extra question that I had was uh, looking at him at all as an option. Yeah. No, I, yeah, that's not too bad. Um, all right. Well, that's pretty much it for the questions. Um, obviously, if you do have any trades left, use them. Uh, I, I suppose you could say wisely. Um, this will probably be do or die for your season um, and just bring in the established guns that we've obviously been talking about throughout our potties week in and week out. Now, mate, before we move into our predictions for this week, um, I would like to thank, and we would like to thank, our amazing sponsors who help support the potty every week, and they are Wolf Consulting and Risk and Harson Photography. So make sure to look them up and visit their socials and support their businesses because um, they're doing great things and we appreciate their support on the potty. So once again, thank you very much to our sponsors. And as we move in to our sponsors segment this week, our four pillars, as Riley calls it, we'll start off with this one, mate. It is our player of the week. I'm going to go first because I've got a bounce back story here. Cameron Murray, a lot of people were um, umming and ahhing last week of who they should captain. Some of them, unfortunately, went Cameron Murray. I think he's going to have a bounce back factor similar to what DCE had last week. And I think he will be back to scoring those 70s and 80s. That is very interesting from you. Thank you. Um, Now... I know I might uh, sound a little bit like a broken record here. Nico Hines. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it's so hard to go past him, isn't it? I know. Um, I, I, I'll throw, out, throw up someone else, though, who I think has won it this year. Uh, Joe Tarpany, I'm going to go. Interesting. Interesting. Don't mind that. Don't mind it at all. All right. Goodbye! 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 Buy of the week. Nick, you can go first, mate. Who's your buy of the week? Wow. Um, I mean, it's difficult now with this news. I would... Obviously, one of the top players, if you don't have him, is ideal. Like Isaiah Papali'i, like I don't have um, anyone up there. Uh, Ruben Cotto, I think, is a good option. Uh, and, yeah, David Fafida as well, probably. Some people don't have him still. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably go IPAPS if I could. Ha- if I had a trade left, I'd probably go IPAPS. <laughs> Not bad. Yep, look, if I had a trade left with what I was planning to do, it was Fafida or Cotto. Um, unfortunately, it has not <laughs> gone that way now. Um, but like I said before, get the um, highest averaging or who you think will probably average the next best in the centres will probably be the buy of the week this week for you and Aiken. Ah! Cheapy of the week. Now, mate, I did have this bloke written down, um, but I'm going to go in another direction because I... Didn't even think of this person until he was named, and that is Isaac Thompson with a negative two break even, I think it is. Very good. Very good from you. <laughs> um, I know I mentioned uh, Free Barn earlier. Free Barn, Free Barn. Just love that name. There was, um, the, what's his name from the night series? I'll get him up. I can't even pronounce his name. Mapapap. <laughs> Mapalungi. 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 
Mapapalangi. You're missing out a pa in there. Yeah, Mapapalangi. You're just, you're just saying Mapalangi. No, Mapapalangi. Mapapalangi. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's him. Against Gold Coast, could score well again. He's only half, though. That position's a bit dodge. Apparently, he's going to be a good 5'8 in the future. Yeah, that's his preferred position, apparently. Mm. So, yes, I don't mind it. All right. Yawn. See you later. Get on your bike, son. Okay? Just keep that in mind. So, of the week, I had Adam Elliott, but obviously, you and Aitken now. Nick, you agree? Yeah, you and see you later, mate. On your bike, son. Yes. Simple as that. It's pretty simple when it gets down to this time uh, of the, or this this part of the season, I should say. So yes, mm. that that's it. There are four pillars, and we'll go to our Nick and Cal's multi of the week, mate. Now, would you like to go first, or would you like me to? Sure, I'll go first because yours is going to take forever. All right, how'd you go last week? First, oh, terribly. I think I missed out on two legs in the end. Actually, um, let me get that for you. Yeah, I missed out on Joey Manu not scoring in a 72-point absolute demolishing of the West Tigers. And I also lost on the Selwyn Cobbo not scoring, which was not ideal. But anyway, new week. My bet for this week is paying $14, so not too bad. And only four legs in it. Not bad. I'm going for Penrith to win and Isaac Tungo to score in that match. So I'm only focusing on two games, actually, so it's quite funny. And the other game I'm focusing on is Broncos-Eels. I'm going Katoni Staggs to finally score a try. And Will Penasini will score as well down that edge. Wow. And that's paying 14-10. That's interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. Right. Well, my multi last week, I hope you all got on. Obviously, we hope you are gambling responsibly with that as well. Uh, but I had a six-leg multi that got up last week. It was only paying $12.30. Alex Johnson got me a try. Cowboys won. Munster scored. Sevo scored. Roosters won, as we know. And if the Roosters win, especially by that margin, James Hesco has to find his way to the trial, which he did. So outstanding victory there for me. I'll take that. Uh, this week, it's a little bit different. I'm Last week, I had a feeling, and even the week before, I thought, you know, I, I like it. This week, I'm, ooh, I don't know. There's a couple of matchups I'm not, too sure about, uh, but I'm going to go with two head-to-head games, and that's Panthers. I think they'll win head-to-head quite easily, a dollar three. Sharks paying a dollar seven, they'll win as well. Um, and I've gone outside backs this week. No forwards, no halves, just the backs. So I've gone Stephen Cry at any time, Isaac Tungo any time. So Nick and I are both on him there. I don't know if that's good or bad. Uh, David Nofaluma anytime against the Roosters. Jordan Rappiner anytime against Seagulls. Ronaldo Mulatalo, I don't think he has scored a try for a while, but I think he will score against the Bulldogs, especially with Sifatalakai in the team. Um, Alex Johnson anytime as well, because it's you just have to. So that is paying $22.07, eight leg multi. It's a bit interesting. A lot, yes. a lot has to happen there. Not as confident as what I have been, but it is what it is. And yeah, gamble responsibly, as we like to say every week. Please do it. Very good from right. you. Very yes, good. I think that is it for the potty today. Uh, Nick, I know you said you wanted to play a song. <laughs> I do, I do. Sure um, can. It fits into the mood of this podcast very well now with that news as well of Aiken being out. Right. So this is for everyone who has lost. We'll just say everyone who has lost finals. Yeah, I was just going to say. Don't you single um, out anyone? Not singling out people, (laughs) but, you know, like for some people, their fantasy season is over. Yes. So you'll have to uh, move on and look. And eight can owners, your season could be uh, over this week. It could be. Simple as that. Yes. So this is about moving on, looking forward to next year. Um, All right. Learning the lessons of this year. Here we go. I'd like to thank James Blunt for producing this. Goodbye, my lover. Goodbye, my friend. You have been the one. You have been the one for me. Goodbye, my lover. Goodbye.
Thank you. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye.